This is Halloween Week on Harry's Strictly Podcast 2022. I'm here to bring you my thoughts, reactions and scores to this year's Strictly. So please welcome your host, it's me, Harry. Halloween week is here and what a spectacular show it was. Every single couple pulled out all the stops to put everything on the dance floor. We had character, we had drama, we had performance, we had a little bit of fun. We had everything in there for a Halloween week and what a night it was. Welcome back to another episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're actually now very nearly halfway through the series. There's 13 weeks of the show. We're on week six. So, you know, this week and next week is kind of halfway through the series. And we're really getting into it now. This week, we had a nice mixture of dances. We had a couple's choice, a tango, a Charleston, a salsa, a quick step, an Argentine tango, a rumba, and then we had two cha-chas and two foxtrots. Before we talk about the dances, I want to very quickly mention how good did the judges look? Anton as a pirate, I think it was. Motsi as a sparkly skeleton. Her hair and her makeup was absolutely incredible. And then we also had Craig and Shirley. They went as husband and wife. And we had Shirley as Gomez and Craig as Morticia. I thought they all looked amazing. Right, let's talk about Halloween week 2022. <laughs> Opening the show with a quick step was Tony and Katia. And what a way to open the show. This was such an improvement. I mean, Tony has gone from not very good at the start of the series, glimpses of good stuff, a couple of glimpses of, of nice technique and things here and there. Cha-Cha not too great last week and then comes out first and pulls this out the bag. This was absolutely brilliant. So much content in the quick step. He never really stopped moving. Like last week when he had his cha-cha, he randomly started playing tennis halfway through just to waste a bit of time. But this week, he had so much content in the quick step. Scatter chassis, Charleston elements, slides, runs, a couple of hops in there, lock steps, basic quick step. It was all in there. And I absolutely loved watching this routine. I was watching his footwork throughout the dance and we know that he's been slightly hit and miss with the footwork. I think this dance was fantastic in the way that he used his feet to help him travel across the floor. I saw nice footwork on the locks. He was using his toes when he needed to be up on his toes, then driving through on the heel. I was really impressed there. I absolutely loved what Craig said. Uh, Craig said, welcome to the ballroom. And I absolutely agree. It was his breakthrough dance, his best dance that he's done so far. Very impressive. 
What I would like Tony to work on is just making sure that everything's a little more controlled. So, you know, when we're doing a little bit of the quick step, when we may be swinging legs from side to side, maybe doing a little hopscotch bits, anything like that, the legs, like we say, have to do a lot of the talking. The body has to stay quite still. We've got to have a controlled upper half. So I want him to still have that bounce of the quick step, but keep it contained. We don't want to be free and bouncing. I also feel like his upper half was a little closed off at times. So kind of the opposite to the bounciness. He was bouncy at points and then was closed off at other times. What I want him to do is perform it a bit more. I can still see him concentrating, which I appreciate, but he also has to remember that he's performing and it's not just a dance. We've got extra elements in there, especially for Halloween. We need a little more in terms of performance, expression, facial expressions, all sorts of things like that. Um, but such a natural dance. I think it really helps with Tony that he's going on a journey. We're seeing him improve. And this was such a surprise. I absolutely loved it. Just work on the upper half and performing the routine. His best routine so far. The scores are in. Seven. Next to take to the floor with a cha-cha-cha was Will and Nancy. Now, their theme for Halloween was mummies. So they really, really channeled the energy. It was fun. It was such a, a Nancy routine. What I mean by that is... It was uh, enjoyable to watch. It was very character-based. It was very out there. And um, there wasn't really much room for, you know, errors. It was constantly, constantly moving. I loved all the content in there. There was so much cha-cha stuff in there. I loved how he channeled the character, even if it put the cha-cha off a little bit. We'll talk about that in a minute. And I loved the performance. He was mummified from the beginning all the way till the end. I do have to say, and we see this quite a bit on themed weeks, which is fine, I suppose, because it is a theme and we have to continue that and carry it throughout the routine. Um, but I feel a little bit like the mummy took over slightly. I loved it at the start. I thought it was great. He had his arms up as he did a time step. That's what Motsi was talking about. That's really tricky to do because we usually like to coordinate our arms to help our body move. But I felt the stiffness of the mummy just took away that element of the cha-cha that we need. I would like to see him turn his feet out a bit more. I'm seeing those slightly parallel and turned in at times. If he turns those feet out, especially on the New York section that he did, it will just help him with his balance. I also want him to push forward a little more. I think he can definitely do that. Um, I'm not sure whether Will now is sliding into the background a little bit. Maybe for me he is. I don't know about you. Do let me know. For me, it wasn't my favourite. And uh, I think that was just because of the mummy theme of it. But I do have to praise him for a fantastic performance. It was really good. I just need a bit more uh, of the technique in the cha-cha. The flow of the body. The straightening of the leg. The hips. Which he actually had. I take that back. He actually had that quite nice at the start. I saw him rotating his hips. I just need a bit more Cuban motion in the body throughout the performance. I feel like he could maybe be in trouble, um, but it was a good performance. I just want a bit more from the dancing. The scores are in. Six. 
Kim and Graziano danced the rumba. And I believe it was the second rumba of the series. And what a good second rumba this was. I really enjoyed this. I absolutely loved the theme of it with Graziano frozen at the start, her being the ice queen. I thought that was really good and it suited her really well. I loved the look, loved the character, and I really appreciated the connection between each other. The rumba is all about connecting with your partner, telling a story, being very emotive, and I think they did that really well. I was also super impressed with her footwork. The way she caressed the floor with her toes, really pushed into the ground. Then, which I was really impressed with, when she was in fan position, so she was open up with Graziano, the closure of her feet and the change of weight that she did was clean, precise, clear, and we could see it. And she used it to help her tell a bit more story. She really used that, which I really liked. Great Cuban motion as well. We need that in the rumba. It's got to stay fluid. I know what Craig means about the extension and that getting stuck a bit. And I think that was mainly due to the choreography that that was emphasised. When she was reaching out at certain points, when she was holding on to Graziano, I felt like she could have continued that pushed it a little more. A little bit like Molly's cha-cha the other week. Super choreography. I loved all the special figures that she had in there, the falls that she did. Um, so yeah, overall, I thought it was a really good dance. Just stopped a little bit in places. We need to continue it on the 4-1. That will definitely help get the feel of the rumba. You never step forward on the 1, but you still have to move and flow on the 1, um, which I think she did quite nicely. But like I said, the choreography, I think she could have pushed a little more. I like this routine. I thought it was great. And for a rumba, I think she coped really, really well. She should be very proud of herself. And I'm seeing her come out her shell a little more each week. It's really nice to see because I definitely know she's got it in her. I think the public are behind her. So it's really nice to see her shining on the floor. She just needs to continue with what she's doing. For a rumba, this was pretty good. The scores are in. Eight. Next to take to the floor with a Charleston was James and Amy. This dance was full of fun, personality, and just complete enjoyment, which is so nice to see. James comes out on the floor each week and just enjoys himself, and that makes us enjoy it. Even if he's not the best technical dancer, he's not the most gifted at dancing, he's really trying and he's really enjoying himself, so we enjoy watching him. Really nice. Very creative routine, very risky lifts as well. The Charleston is known for its lifts, but these were really quite risky. Over the shoulders, all sorts of stuff like that. I was really impressed with those. And actually, the timing, the preparation of all those lifts was quite impressive. He started off with some really nice swivels. I saw both of the feet moving. The second set of swivels, though, didn't go so well. They were off time, not really as smooth as we needed them to be, not as fluid, got a bit stuck in the floor. So maybe it was just because, you know, he was dancing into them and then dancing out of them. Whereas at the start of the routine, he just had to just dance the swivels. I also feel like the routine was 
a little stop motion and the judges hit the nail on the head. He has to continue dancing. And I felt like I was watching a book that was flicking through pictures instead of seeing a continuous routine. So all he needs to do is think about transitions, think about different energy in places. And that's kind of what Anton was saying. Quite a bit of this routine was throwaway. Uh, he didn't extend everything as much as he should have done. He didn't perform everything over what he should have performed it. You can't really overperform a Charleston, so I needed a bit more from him. And that's also what Shirley was saying about the changes of energy. We could have had a little bit that was slow, then we could have a bit that was fast. We could have had head wobbles at time, waiting, then going into the next bit. And that would just connect it all together. It would keep us on our toes, keep us interested. So performance-wise, characterization and him enjoying himself on the floor, which is what we want from a Charleston, spot on. Just the technique, the timing, the energy, let him down a bit here. Um, so I enjoyed it, but again, not my favourite routine of the night. Just needed a little more push. The scores are in. Six. <laughs> Molly and Carlos danced an Argentine tango. Wow. This was pretty good. I first of all have to point out the connection between them. Straight away, we had this like intensity between them physically and also under the dance, under the music. I felt them connecting with each other so I could actually see it and also feel it. Overall, it was a dramatic, passionate routine that had a lot of fight. It had a lot of power and a lot of determination, which is what we want from an Argentine tango. It wasn't a wow routine, and I'm not sure why. I can't quite put my finger on what it was, um, but there was just something slightly, slightly missing. However, I was super impressed with the placement of her feet. Argentine tango, sometimes the couples can go off balance, and I felt like she had such precision here that she was dancing with a lot of strength and uh, a lot of precision. Great reaction of the legs, not all the time. I felt on some of the ganchos she could have been a little stronger. I also need her to point her toes. I loved everything about the connection, the partnership between them. I loved all the moves, all the lifts that were in there. I agree with Anton. I think she could place herself nicer out of the lifts, but it's all the fine details for Molly. It really is because I think she's a great dancer. I think she did a really, really good dance. The scores are in. Nine. <laughs> Tyler and Diane danced a cha-cha-cha. This was a super routine and it was very suited to him. The choreography, the take on the cha-cha was completely tailored to him and his natural ability to move. But I have to agree with Craig, there was not enough cha-cha to complement the extra choreography that was added in there. The content that I saw was a couple of locks, a little box step, some Cuban breaks, some New York sections, and then apart from that, there wasn't actually much cha-cha. So I agree with Craig, we need a bit more. There was a slight balance issue uh, after he did his little Ronde Chasse. I saw him slightly come off balance. He managed to fix it quite nicely. He channeled the character of this dance 
so well. Beetlejuice, we need that iconic character, and he was able to add that element in. I love the head isolation, the wobbles, the arms, the hips were quite nice. What I love about Tyler is how he owns his routines. He really uh, puts his stamp on it and comes out with just great conviction, great energy, and great passion. He enjoyed it, he entertained, so I did as well. But like I said, I needed more cha-cha, because that's what it is. We know he's really good at the street dance, that freestyle choreography, but we've seen that from him before. I wanted to see a little more of a traditional cha-cha, but I'm not disputing how good the dance was. The scores are in. Eight. <laughs> Helen and Gorka danced a foxtrot. This was smooth, this was effortless, and it was glamorous. Even though it was Halloween, we still saw that glamorous feel, that style of the foxtrot, that swing and that sway that we need for a foxtrot. First of all, we have to say how well she covered the floor. I go on about it because I just love when they get in hold and they just move. Superb choreography, lots of basics, heel turns, spins, and throughout the whole of the routine, it had great drive. It never stopped. It never got boring. It always continued to move. There was a little bit of gapping here and there. Uh, she was rubbing against Gorka slightly. It was towards the end of the dance when she was uh, coming down the line of dance. I thought, they look a little bit separated. I agree also with Craig about the left shoulder rising up a little bit. And her elbow was actually rising up as well. And I think that was due to the fact she was trying to get the sway and that swing that we need in the foxtrot. But what we have to try and do is get that from our chest. We don't want to raise our shoulder as we do that. We need to raise our whole body and swing from the chest. Um, and again, this routine didn't have the wow factor for me. There was missing something that made me go, wow, that was incredible and my favourite, whatever that was. I can't quite put my finger on. But overall, you know, it was a superb routine. The technique was really nice. The coverage of the floor was good. The choreography. And like Kim, I'm seeing her come out of her shell a little more. You know, she's getting confident each week. Foxtrot's a tricky dance. I think she did a great job here and I really enjoyed the routine. The scores are in. Eight. Dancing a tango was Hamza and Jovita. Wow. Let's just take a moment to take in this jam-packed routine. Effortless routine, 100% effort that was sustained throughout the whole of the routine. They got in hold and they just powered through the dance. That trust fall that they did at the start of the routine, I mean, that takes a lot of trust, first of all. It takes a lot of precision. Joita has to be at the right proximity from Hamza. Hamza has to be in place. They have to do it on the timing. They've got to get in and out of it quite well. Very smooth, very unexpected, and that was a real nice surprise. I was super impressed with all the flicks and kicks. They were sharp. They had attack. I saw him twisting his body. His hips were moving when they needed to do, and the twist of those around his spine was nice. I agree with Craig a little bit about the V-shaping. We need to dance off the vertical for tango. You have to twist around your spine a little bit to the left 
instead of dancing straight on. And then there was a slight balance issue as well on the pivots. I think that was because he was sat a little too much into it. We want bent knees, but we don't want to be sticking our bottom out and look like we're sat on it. Maybe that was just me. I don't know. The ending... I loved that fall. It was impressive, wasn't it? Very, very impressive, unexpected. And this routine kept me on my toes. I was constantly watching. Couldn't take my eyes off where they were going to go next. It was just moving and moving and moving. Hamza is such a great dancer and he's so humble about it. Yeah, I thought it was a great tango. Really was. Very impressive. Jam-packed routine. I really enjoyed it. The scores are in. Nine. Fleur and Vito danced a salsa. Now, let's talk about this one. Before I say anything, I want to say that I really enjoy watching Fleur dance. I think she is, a, and in fact, I know she is a fantastic dancer. She has every ingredient to be really good. I feel, though, she's not putting all the ingredients in in the correct way. They're all getting a little mixed up. She puts everything into her routines. She, she doesn't hold anything back, which is a good quality, but also not a bad quality, but maybe something that we need to work on a little bit because it all needs tidying up. I felt like this dance was like her cha-cha in week one, and I wasn't a massive fan of that. The reason for it is because cha-cha has a very distinct style. It has a distinct body action. Salsa is very similar. It has the hips. It has the fluidity. The transitions have to flow. Uh, it's very relaxed and very effortless. This, to me, wasn't really a salsa. The arms are a little wild. The feet need closing a bit better and turning them out. I feel she needs to step in the floor a little nicer, get a bit more grounded. That's what we want from a salsa. And all of that would help if she had a bit more absorption in the body. I also agree with Moxie about the lifts and the tricks. I feel she can get rid of those. And I was thinking it when, when she was dancing. I thought, we don't need all these tricks. We don't need these lifts. I just want to see her dance a salsa routine. Having said all that, though, she's a fantastic dancer and she should be really proud of herself for giving it everything. She goes out there with a lot of passion. I just felt like it went like her cha-cha. Not my favourite, just because she didn't dance it the style that we're looking for. A good dancer, just not the best salsa routine for me. The scores are in. Six. Ellie and Nikita danced a foxtrot as Thelma and Shaggy. This was really fun, wasn't it? When I saw them come down the stairs at the beginning of the night, I was really impressed with their costume and how they looked. I thought they uh, they looked fantastic. This was a nice routine. It was impressive in terms of footwork, but I have to agree with Craig. It didn't have anything special in there. It didn't capture my attention in any way. So I know what Craig was talking about. I will have to say, 
I was really impressed with her footwork. And I think her footwork got her through this routine. If she didn't improve her footwork from previous weeks, I wouldn't have liked this routine. But I was watching her feet throughout a lot of this and I saw her really improve from previous weeks. We've been wanting her to work on heel leads and rolling through her feet, stretching as far back as she can to get that glide. And I felt like she mastered that in this routine. Heel leads going forward, toe leads when we needed them to be, and stretching through her feet. I saw her lead back with a toe and then collapse onto a heel. And I think it was Shirley or Anton that mentioned that. Now, I know what Anton means about tying everything together. I think because they did open and closed choreography here, the open stuff and the closed stuff was separated too much. The transitions in and out needed improving and to help with those transitions she just needs to dance in and out of hold remember that when she is doing the steps that get her out of hold and the steps that get her in hold she is still dancing in the foxtrot we need a little more swing and sway but i was really impressed with her footwork and that is what impressed me so much with this dance it's something that we've needed her to improve on and she did so for that i was very happy. The scores are in. Seven. Closing the show with a couple's choice was Ellie and Johannes. This was theatrical, it was powerful, and it was so creative. I think this was Ellie's best routine that she has danced so far. What I loved, first of all, is how good she looked and how suited the role was to her. They work so well as a partnership. I absolutely love watching these two dance. I think it's great. They match each other's energy up quite nicely. And that's quite hard to do because Johannes is so energetic and puts everything into his dances in the right places. I felt like Ellie really shone in this dance. She was slightly ahead of the music at the start because they were side by side and the camera was up quite close onto just those two. I saw that they were slightly out of sync and it was because Ellie was just slightly ahead of the music. I also felt like she sat into it a bit at times. She was just slightly off in the way that I wanted a little more push, a little more energy into it, just at times, a bit more punch. Because for this dance, we can definitely afford it. The street style, the theatre style, definitely can have more energy when we need it. A little light and shade would be quite nice. Um, only at times though, not everywhere. The majority of the routine was really, really, really nice. Lots of nice extended arms, lots of nice shapes, all of that was in there. So overall, I thought it was a great routine and what a way to close the show. The scores are in. Let's very quickly talk about what you thought with your comments on Instagram. Amelia J Performer says Ellie and Johannes were my favourites. Amelia, I definitely agree. They were up there with one of my favourites tonight. Definitely a good dance. Joanna says Helen and Molly were undermarked and Tyler was overmarked. 
Geordie says Fleur and Vito did really well, as did Tyler and Diane. She thinks Ellie and Nikita may be in the dance-off because they walked and didn't dance. I think the issue with their foxtrot is that it didn't communicate in the way that it should do. Foxtrot, technically, you are walking. If you don't overcomplicate it, you are literally walking. Uh, but you've got to make it look smooth and glamorous and you've got to make it glide, which I think they didn't do this week. Thanks so much for sending in your comments. You can head to my Instagram at the end of every Saturday night show and I'll ask for your opinions. So send them in and you might be featured in one of the podcast episodes. I'm going to be honest, nobody stood out for me again this week. I mean, we did have Molly and Hamza that got a nine from me this week. They were really good, but I'm waiting for somebody to really shine to make me go, wow, that was amazing to get me off the sofa, screaming at the telly with perfect technique and all of that. I just really want to give a 10 to one that really deserves it. And I'll watch a routine and I'll just know. Now let's talk about who I voted for. The first couple I voted for, for a superb quick step that was the biggest improvement of all the couples so far, a really great entertaining and convincing routine was Tony and Katia. The second couple I voted for was Molly and Carlos for their Argentine tango. I know she's a fantastic dancer and I know she's got a little bit more to give us. Just a tiny spark I'm still waiting to see but she's a fantastic dancer and I really enjoyed her Argentine tango. And then my third and final vote of the night went to the couple that danced their terrifying tango and that was Hamza and Yoita. A great routine, a hundred percent effort and it was jam-packed with everything you need for a tango. Now let's talk about who I think is going to be in the dance-off. This week, I've nailed it down to three couples. Now, I know there's not three couples in the dance-off, but I can't quite get rid of one of them um, and just include two. So, let me take you through my three couples that I feel like are in trouble. The first couple is James and Amy. The reason for that is because they got one of my lowest scores of the night, that being a six. Um, he was in the middle of the running order. He was bottom of the leaderboard. I also feel like Ellie Simmons might be in trouble. I think people get behind her. They really like her. In terms of performance-wise and entertainment-wise for the viewers at home, this routine lacked. And then I'm also thinking, Will, maybe I'm on my own. I would love to know. I didn't love this routine as much. I really enjoyed his performance, his character. That was all there. He's an actor. He can do that. I just wanted a bit more of the cha-cha essence that we need. We'll find out if I'm right after this music. Heading to the Halloween dance-off was James and Amy and Fleur and Vito. So I correctly predicted James and Amy. I saw that coming just because of their theme of their dance, the quality of their dance, and a similar thing to Fleur as well, to be honest. She's a fantastic dancer. Like we said when we were talking about her dance, she's absolutely fantastic, but she's not dancing the style of the dance that we're looking for. That's why I'm not loving her dances as much. The Argentine tango that she did, superb. 
this week not my favourites uh, and a little bit like week one, like I said. So I actually can see why she's in the dance-off. I gave both James and Fleur a six on Saturday, my lowest score of the night along with Will. So I can see the trend of my scores fits with the dance-off. All of the judges saved Fleur and Vito, but what did I think? Tess, it's over to you. Based on that dance-off alone, I am about to ask the name of the couple that you think deserves to stay and why. The couple with the most votes will remain in the competition, meaning the other couple is out of Strictly Come Dancing. This is it. Who are you going to save and why? Well, in all honesty, this dance-off was slightly chaotic. Uh, mistakes from both couples. James got off time. He had issue with getting Amy into one of the lifts. Fleur had issues coming out of her leg slide. So actually, both couples did make mistakes. However, I have to save the couple who is an overall better dancer. And so just based on that fact alone, I would have to save Fleur and Vito. So there we go. That's what I thought of Halloween week. I'll see you all next week for week seven. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. If you did enjoy, please make sure to leave a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Harry Surplus. I'd love to know your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. Keep dancing. Keep dancing.